0: Hey, everybody, thanks for joining me on this incredibly special episode. This is something I've been wanting to do for such a long time, and there's nobody else that I'd rather do it with with, than with the one and only Galen Hendricks. So, today, as you can see we have a lineup a lineup of hot wings that will progressively get hotter and hotter this is an ode to mr uh, sean evans with the show hot ones if you haven't seen it check it out but we're going to do it insurance style today and so i'm really pumped galen thanks so much for being out here in phoenix arizona with me how well, are it's hot,
1: you hot 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 it's hot hot
0: it's gonna get hot it starts cool but we're going to get hotter and hotter. I
1: think, you know, being blind is bliss, so I may not want these right now because <laughs> I don't really need to read those bottles.
0: What we're going to do right now is start with the number one hot sauce, which is going to be called the Classic Hot Sauce. So let's go ahead and give it a taste, and after that, I'm going to start asking you some questions. So, Are you
1: going to tell the viewers I'm not cheating, that these have already been pre-brushed?
0: They have they have all been pre-brushed, no cheating here. They all have their perspective sauces. They've been brushed on really well, um, and so we're definitely going to feel it. And of course, if we need to, we might especially towards the hotter ones, we might add a little bit more.
1: We do have milk.:
0: We do have milk, we have water. we have our you know, and if you if you do need to ever tap out, you can. I'm I won't with be you, brother.: All right, so here we go.
1: So let's set the record straight. Okay. Went to Nebraska with some guys. And Tyler Finken, if you're watching, we had to sign these waivers. And me and Sean, my son, are there. And, you know, we're going up. And I'm like, you feel anything? Nothing. You feel anything? Nothing. Get to the top one, y'all. It was nothing. I was really worried about our corn huskers. You know, that they just.
0: They may not know what hot sauce is. No.
1: And so, but I will tell you. This one on the end, you know, anytime I see the word Apollo, I think Apollo 13, which that was hot, hot, hot. <laughs> the club Apollo, hot, hot, hot. So if the queen of the bundle dies on camera, <laughs> his fault. I'm
0: responsible. But we're
1: having fun in the insurance business. Hey,
0: there's a way to go. This would be a good one.
1: Well, and I think we're the perfect team to show you can have fun in this business.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, so.
0: So we're going to start here on your left-hand side, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go with that first one. This is the classic one. Let's give it a shot. Okay. See how it goes. So it's not going to be super spicy.
1: That's something you'd eat at Taco Bell. Right? Like when you're starting out.
0: I like their mild sauce at Taco Bell.
1: Like an 18-month-old, <laughs> maybe six so, months.
0: Let me ask you here. Mm-hmm. You're no stranger to hot sauce. Nope. Every time you come out here and we go to eat at the Mission, it's a Mexican food restaurant, you always ask for their hottest sauce, and you you eat it with everything like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. What where where is it that you acquired this love of hot sauce?
1: Well, first of all, I tell everybody, I should have been more, born Mexican. I know I'm pasty and all, but first of all, I'm Texan. Yeah. And we by far, and I don't care where you're from, I don't care what your claim to fame is, don't care what your Ancestry.com says, because mine's gonna say I'm some kind of English, you know, Native American chicka, (laughs) but I love hot stuff because of Mexican food. And I think the hotter it is, you're just addicted to it, right? Yeah. It's like you're killing yourself on the inside. You know you are it's so good and y'all know what i'm talking about everybody was 17 18 at one time 21 you know drank a little too much in the sun what happens you get sick yep but do you do it again oh yeah most people do um i took an 18 year hiatus from tequila but then when i came back we were friends again you know (laughs) that one's good i mean it has a good flavor it's just not hot
0: well the next one up is called Yellow Bird Bliss and Vinegar. Which I've had that one. So the Yellow Bird, we're gonna step up a little bit in spicy, so let's pick it up and give it a shot and see what we think.
1: Let's see, that looks really red right there.
0: Definitely more flavor there. Mm Mm-hmm. You've been approached many times since the inception of your agency, especially with the growth of your agency. Mm -hmm. You've been approached many times about selling your agency to somebody. What are some of the reasons that you at that time declined actually doing so?
1: I'd always worked for somebody. And uh, what I loved about being independent was knowing I made the decisions. You know, not always by myself. You know, I've always had a great team and a partnership, and but it was always like I wanted to take off, took off. I wanted to take vacay, took vacay. Um, had to
0: answer to no one.
1: Right, and you know, and a lot of my competitors, Eric, as you know, we've talked about this, and um, they they worked independently for a lot longer than I did. Yeah. Some of them maybe about the same time as I have but most of them had worked on their own yeah yeah so I think that's probably the the best answer to that I just I really wanted to prove to myself and prove to other people that I could do it you know I had so many people for years say Galen you can do it why are you still working for somebody yeah (laughs) I'm like I'm I'm cool I got this but you know once you make that leap of faith it's comfortable
0: yeah yeah 100 percent and I get where you're coming from, you know, I I think that for the longest time, I used to always work for somebody and now that I'm in a position where I call the shots and I'm doing my thing, there is a different level of not only comfort, but there's also a different level of hustle that comes with it as well, right? Because you don't really have a fallback, but I think that when you're at a certain level, you don't really worry about fallbacks anymore. You worry just about upward momentum, you know, upward trajectory, so. Well,
1: and I don't know about you, but I think all successful people are accountable, Yeah, and it's a whole nother level of accountability.
0: So, let's move on to the next salsa. This one's called Haas Haas Sauce. Haas, I guess, is, is Haas German?
1: It is, the way it's spelt there.
0: Okay, so we're going with Haas Haas Sauce. I know. I Number thought three. it said
1: Haas, like, you know, Texan, Haas, yeah. like, Bonanza. So-
0: so, this okay. should again step up a little bit more on the spice level. Okay,
1: this one's a good one. So, event I'm looking right to where
0: I see the most sauce. That's mm-hmm. where I like to normally go in on it.
1: Now, that one has some ghost pepper in it. It's good to the tongue. I mean,
0: still not super hot, mm-hmm. but good flavor. I actually like that flavor on a wing. Me too. I could do more of It'd that. It'd be
1: better on a hot dog.
0: So, or a taco. And speaking, you know, in that regarding that same question, right? Mm -hmm. Why you didn't sell before? Why integrity and why now?
1: I get asked that question a lot. Um, let's start with why now. Let's go there. Um, I think the timing was right. Um, I'm going to be 59 this year. My husband is almost anybody that has ever even looked at my social media knows. My husband is 10 and a half years older than me. And then my business partner, is like 40, he just turned 45. Yeah. So we got a 14 age difference there. And it was just to me, I was like, okay, are we all in the right specs for this to be a good thing? And they'll tell you from the beginning, I said, we three have to agree. Um, Everybody knows me and my rhymes. Um, And I I wanted the best for my employees. You know, I always worry about death simply because you and know, I have talked about this many times about my father dying at 52. My mom died at 72. And I wanted to make sure my employees were well taken care of. And I think one of the things that you start worrying about when you're competing, who knew the great resignation was coming along? Yeah. You know, shoot, hindsight being 2020, I could have got the best of talent this year. <laughs> but I think I already have such amazing talent that I wanted them to be treated very well. And, um, you know, like anybody that's in my position, you get approached by everybody. And we had been for a long time. Uh, integrity will be the first ones to tell you, you know, started in on me about five years ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I literally was, you know, of the people, that I could join. I've always been about my team. I, I will say that's probably, I think my best trait is I've always been incredibly loyal. I think that's why I'll be married 36 years this year because we all know marriage isn't easy. Yeah. Um, Taylor and I celebrated 20 years together, you know. Um, so I've always had this stick to itness, and I was like, if I'm going to join somebody, I want to be able to stick to it. Yeah. And all of my friends, the people that I respected the most the you know that you admire the most, you know i I don't go hunting and all the stuff that all the the guys do, but I grew up with a dad who took me camping, who took me fishing, and you know we we hung out around the campfire a lot and you know, Anthony and Anthony Chapman and Mike White years ago said we want people in our group, and this was back when we were just diamond partners. I yeah. say just. We were a pretty special group. Yeah. <laughs> um, we liked people that could sit around, have conversation, challenge each other, and know you had each other's back. Mm-hmm. And when I started looking at all the different ones out there, they had my people. And that's kind of hard for me to say because... You know, I like everybody in this space and, and you know, Integrity has competitors, just like anybody does. But I have really good friends at the other opportunities. Yeah. But for me, Integrity was the fit. Um, and I will finish that up before, because I may die before this is done, so I want to <laughs> make sure I get this out. I think the fact that not only did they see me as a great woman leader. They saw me as a leader. Like when I was having conversations with Brian, it was never, you're a great woman leader. It was never to be a woman, you're great at this. It was, you are so good at what you do. And you're a great leader as equals. And that in other operations, I never felt that sometimes, I always felt like that it was the exact opposite. It's just We've got to deal with her because you know if we want them, we got to deal with her. Yeah. And um, I wanted to be part of something that people respected me and loved me, and I feel like that's what I got.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So the next wing that we're going to try, the next sauce. This one is actually made by the Hot Ones production called Los Calientes. So this is probably one of the more mild sauces. It's a green one. Um, they have a red one that's hotter. But we're going to try this one out, so.:
1: And I've had this one, and I love it. It's yeah. one of my favorites.: Flavor is so. awesome.
0: It's actually my, one of my wife's favorite. Mm-hmm. You know She loves eating it with uh, breakfast burritos. But I do like Los Calientes. Very good flavor.
1: I love that one.:
0: So let's uh, you know, one of the coolest things that I love about you is you've always allowed agents. To come out to your facility to see how your operation runs, mm-hmm. from the marketing and recruiting side to the internal call center sales house that you have, and you've also gone out so graciously to go train people in their offices. You did it with me, mm-hmm. and in fact, when I worked at the old FMO I was with, um, I remember that they went out to see you mm-hmm. and they got to do an operation tour, mm-hmm. which I wish I was there. I mm-hmm. wish I was. I would I, I would have had a chance. We're going to fix that. You're going to get to come there. There you go.
1: We're going to do filming there,
0: and so. What do you? What would you say is probably been one of the most challenging parts, though, of having an in-house call center?
1: Okay, so I'm going to try to break that down in three things because you 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 said a lot there, and I want to make sure I capitalize on all of that because yeah. I know the audience sometimes hears things differently than we do. Yeah. Um, as you know, a lot of people would go, "Why are you inviting everybody in? You're inviting the competitors in your office." And I'm like, "No, oh, these are guys I sit around the campfire with." Yeah. You know. Um, so having anybody in our office was always the way that we did it. Because Taylor, my business partner one day, uh, he shared something with me that that might get me a little emotional. Um, he was like, You need to realize what you bring to people. He goes, I know people that you've worked with before were always like, No, we don't want the competitors in here. But he goes, you do things so differently. And people want to see what you do and how you do it. And so it was really his idea to start asking people to come in. And then we found out when we started designing private label products that our competitors were like, well, we can't really sell dental. We don't know how to sell dental. And we're like, what? It's easy. (laughs) And so we would invite them in. And then I had a really good friend of ours Uh, He called about his son one day and said, hey, I want you to teach him. You know, he's new to the business. Can he come in? And I was like, of course, we would love that. And what I got out of it was just a lot of joy. Watching somebody, it's like when I love to cook, as you know. Yeah. Making dinners, drinking, having a cocktail. You know, like after you and I've worked hard, I just love to go and sit and just talk about whatever. Yeah. Um, like I felt like I knew your family long before I ever met them Yeah. and um, I think having people in our office is now like cooking a meal for someone it's like you get to see them enjoy the fruits of your labor and then they take what you teach them and they go out and they're successful and they'll call you and they'll say can't even believe I did that or then you'll have somebody that struggles they'll go oh you made that look so easy and I think that that's a big deal, but you know, I think the bottom line question you asked was, "What I get out of that?"
0: Well, what that are some it? challenges that you have? What do you see are some oh, of the biggest challenges? Oh, with the internal, internal call center, yeah. yeah.
1: Sometimes hot sauce does make your mind go. No, <laughs> it's called fifty-eight, going on fifty-nine. Um, you know, I'll say this: I think anytime you run any kind of a career force. Um, you've got the almighty broker out there trying to recruit them away Mm. because they see their name in a newsletter. And I always tell career agents, you didn't get successful just by yourself. If that was the case, you didn't need me to begin with. But when you came here, you weren't making any money. Now you're making six figures plus (laughs) and it's all you? I don't think so. Right. And I think that's the hardest thing for anybody running a career. Because you invest so much of your time and your heart. It's not even the money. It's what you do for somebody. And and I can tell you stories of where people have just, to put it bluntly, and anybody that knows me, they know I just am out there. You know, uh, we joke around, you know, you know I say this when someone says, let me be honest with you. And I'm like, well, I would rather you tell me when you're not honest. That's easier <laughs> for me. But I think transparency is what they're really trying to say. You know, I'm going to be totally clear and upfront with you. And if you don't like it, well, I warned you in advance, like the hot sauce, right? Um, It's heartbreaking when you've worked so hard with somebody, you've advanced them money, you've paid their car payments, you've gotten some of them out of jail. And they come in and they're like, hey, you don't pay me right. You're not fair to me. You don't do this for me." And you really just want to get up and go, how ugly are you? How greedy are you? That's what you really want to say when you own it.
0: Yeah.
1: But you don't. You go, okay. Well, you know, the door is always open. But I was talking to Cody Askins about three years ago before I started going on his conference tour with him. And he asked me that question. And I sat back before I answered it. And I'm going to get that sound bite from him one day because I literally, out of my mouth, was shocked what came out. And I said to him, I said, you know, it's kind of like when you raise your kids. You know, you want them to go out eventually and be on their own. You just want a little bit of credit. You know, yeah. like, hey, my mom and dad are pretty good people. You know, my son doesn't go leave home and doesn't say, I paid for my college education. Yeah, Because he knows he didn't. He doesn't leave and say, my parents didn't do anything for me, when his friends know that. And I think when you're running a call center or career force and an agent leaves and they badmouth you, and they do. And y'all watching this that are career people, you know you've done that because I've sent you sound bites. I've sent you letters that another FMO sent me that you didn't like getting. Um, And they were like, well, I didn't say that. Well, it's in your handwriting you yeah. signed it you know it's hurtful and yeah. it's hateful and i just wished if somebody wants to leave that they would just say hey i think it's time yeah. you know i want to go try this i appreciate everything you did for me but it's time for me to go i have so much respect for people that do that yeah and i know you've had people do you just like oh, i yeah. talked um i resonate
0: I, with that deeply i mean it, it's absolutely uh you know i 100 agree that i feel good leaders invest so much into other people to see them succeed, to see their lives change. Mm -hmm. And it does, it does feel like a betrayal of some sort Mm -hmm. when they get somebody who hasn't done anything for them gets in their ear and starts saying these things and then giving them thoughts that shouldn't be there. Um, I've been there and I definitely resonate deeply with that.
1: What, What I find so funny, like hysterically funny, is when I go out and help somebody that was a career agent set up a career force and somebody does that to them. They're just like appalled. And I'm like, it's called your reap what you sow. Mm. You know, um, I think it's one of those things where you just have to go, I'm going to do the right thing in spite of how I feel. Yeah. And so, you know, my best advice in that situation is just know it's part of the game, part of the job. So, I'll count this
0: time. The next sauce we're going to go into, number five, okay? We're going to the fifth wing. It's going to be called Hot Heads Official Revolutionary Roasted, Roasted Bell and Scorpion Pepper. So, let's Which by give far has been my favorite. All right. Because, you yeah. know,
1: I went ahead of Eric. <laughs> yeah. But look, it's red, y'all. See, that's, that's when I know I'm going to like something is when it's red. I love hot green sauces, but there's not a ton of them.
0: I'm waiting to see number eight. You might change your mind, but let's go in on this one. Yeah, we'll see.
1: That one's pretty red. That number 10, though, man, that's dark. That is good. I really like that one. Hey, should we tell them why the milk's here? I know we got all kinds of
0: questions. The milk, (laughs) Wholesome Farms Milk, is here just in case we decide our mouth is so intensely on fire, we have no other choice but to take some.
1: They might be our best sponsor. It also cleanses your palate, so you can taste the next one.
0: In your call center, Mm -hmm. would you guys say that you prefer, I know you do multiple lines of insurance that you Mm -hmm. sell out of your call center, but would you prefer selling the underage health insurance products or Medicare? What do you you say you prefer in the call center specifically?
1: It depends on the selling environment. You know, I will say this year, um, I think ACA was hard. Yeah, because Biden was really trying to prove and I know everybody thinks I get political. It's not political, y'all. It's called knowing your political environment and knowing your selling environment. But when he came on COVID, obviously, he was trying to get out front of his predecessor and show he was doing something for the people. So we saw kind of what we saw back in 10 2010 where everybody could get a subsidy. Yeah. You want a subsidy? You want free health insurance? Come on down. Yeah. You can keep your plan. No, not really. But, and that happened. Yeah. It's, it's historical. It happened. Um, but the free insurance, it, everybody loves when I do this, but it's a Dolly pardon quote. Free isn't always free. And cheap is always cheap for a reason. And you get free, but you don't get to go to the doctor you want to right. or the hospital you want to. But we've seen an upsurge in some of the other operations I work with. You know, um, when our call center was bigger, we saw more of this. Uh, we've got some newer people that I don't think are pushing as hard as they should sometimes because sometimes people get okay with just making okay.
0: Yeah, complacency. Yeah, and
1: I never was okay with just making a little better than last year. You should want to make a lot better than last year, especially when you have opportunity because that's what I worry about, this great resignation. That was not salsa. (laughs) I get excited. See, I bounce back. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: It's it's one of those things where if you're going to sell an ACA plan, you should always sell a hospital indemnity with it. And I'm not talking senior HI and the underage 65. Right. I'm talking the Lux Hospital indemnities that pay like 5000 dollars a day because those plans are guaranteed renewable for life.
0: Number six, this one is Senior Lachuga hot sauce. Okay, this is gonna be Adobo, Black Lime, and Ghost Peppers. And so let's So go that with,
1: may have some chocolate in it.
0: Yeah, it might it might have because of the Adobo, yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna taste something like that. So that's mm-hmm. let's go with number All right, so six. Number
1: six. Three, four, six. I don't and let's want to mix dig up into this like and I see how earlier. this goes.
0: A little bit of cinnamon flavor, mm-hmm. interesting.
1: I think it's more cinnamon chocolate hmm. It almost tastes like a hot cocoa.
0: Now that you've been in the ACA market, though, a few years because you've, you've been one of the originators mm-hmm. in that market. Yep, so now that you've been in it a few years and you look back at the income that's coming in from both the Medicare side and the ACA side. What are your thoughts on the stickiness, the retention of ACA in comparison to the traditional Medicare supplement? Cause I feel like if Medicare supplement, in my opinion, has been stickier retention wise than Medicare advantage has. Now Maybe it's changing with the landscape because the benefits are getting so much richer, but I'm just curious how you would think, or how would you compare ACA in its stickiness to what's going on with what historically has gone on with Medicare supplements
1: it's really hard to measure retention in the ACA market because it all has to deal with people why they buy the ACA a lot of people buy ACA because they're not employed or they're self employed and they really can't afford private insurance but where I gauge is on the ancillary okay because if you are not bundle selling, and I know everybody thinks, oh, she does that because she's queen of the bundle. No, I do that because I like to make money. <laughs> and I also like to take care of my customers, more importantly. Yeah. And I made a post today that if you were in the Med Advantage marketplace and you are not selling your clients cancer plans, you should be. Because somebody's fixing to steal your book, all the street agents, face-to-face agents, belly-to-belly, whatever we want to call ourselves, they're mad at the call centers. And I'm like, why are you mad at the call centers? Well, they misrepresent everything. No, they don't. Two years ago, you said you didn't like them because they sold off a rate sheet. What they do is sell the customer all the products that they have because their comp is typically adjusted to get them to do the right thing for the client. Yeah. The right thing for the business. A lot of our down the street agents have been satisfied with just replacing their med sup every year which I've never really understood right because I come from a world where you don't replace you build and if you replace you're not really building so I've been coaching a lot of our agents to start mining down and start working the 50 to 64 markets and the reason that is is because spouse in the house helps you get more med sup business um, it also helps you get into clients that have group insurance currently and you can sell them something because they may be retiring next year. Yeah. They may retire at 59 or 60 that gives you the opportunity to build them the best package of protection at the most opportune time when they're younger.
0: So the next salsa we want to try here is actually one of my favorites. It's uh butila fire. The re it's called Chile Lengua de Fuego. The reason I like this is because you're going to taste citrus in it and I love citrus. Probably more than spice. But if I you told combine you that them, that
1: one looked good when we sat down. Yeah,
0: you combine them, they're pretty excellent. So let's give not this a shot. not had it
1: yet, so this will be a new one. <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to find right here. I like the citrus, it calms down the pepper.
0: Mm-hmm. The pepper on this hits a little bit later, mm-hmm. but I love how forward... The citrus is because again it's one of my favorite flavors on almost any food
1: that's my favorite of all of them right now
0: so lots of very good lots of agents who start to see a little bit of success immediately start thinking about scaling mm-hmm. rightfully so so they either think about okay i need to start recruiting agents to start building my agency so that they can write business and i make my override or they think about, I want to start a call center. So what would be some advice that you would give an agent to help them decide maybe which path would be a better fit for them? Or maybe even if one of the options is not just to recruit agents or to call center, for some, it might just be to continue being a, a solo agent with just some admin, like what are some good points that they should think about to, to guide them in which way they should go?
1: I think that's a great question. I think the first thing I would tell anybody is if it looks easy, the person you're working for or with is doing it fantastic because it's anything but easy. Yeah. So I would take that to the mat because it's not going to be that easy for you. Uh, you may be the most fantastic salesperson on the planet, but I always tell everybody I work with when I look at great coaches, they weren't always great quarterbacks or great running backs or, you know, a 400 average hitter. Right. Um, because I think it takes both of those to have a winning team. So what I would tell you is if you were going to go out on your own, I would first of all go out on your own. And I would try to sell as much as you can as, fast and as hard as you can and build your book because there's nothing more valuable to an entrepreneur than their business, their book of business, no matter what business model you're in. Um, That's first and foremost. The second thing I would do is I would hire an admin before I would ever hire agent one. Um, it's, It's great because the PNC agents figured it out years ago. Put that admin on the phone have her line up your appointments, set them up. When I was doing personal production, that's what I had. Yeah. And there's nothing better than going out and having 10 appointments a day, not 10 leads a day, 10 appointments a day. That somebody you trust has sat for you. And uh, then you've got three to five years under your belt. Then it's a very simple thing to step away from that and start managing that person. You need to make up your mind if you're going to be a coach or if you're going to be a personal producer. The people that are on these platforms out there saying, hey, come work for me as the FMO because I do it every day, run. You're not going to have a coach. You're going to have somebody you're competing with. yeah. And that's not good for you if you're just starting out because that person's going to kick your butt every day. And a lot of people go, they'll, they'll tell me, well, that's what they need. I'm going to say, no, 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 no. When you start a workout regime, what is the first thing a good coach tells you? Stretch,
0: yeah, warm up,
1: warm up. Don't go lift that right now. Do you know how long it's taken me to lift that? So if you're competing with your boss, that's never gonna be a good thing. In matter of fact, your boss is not gonna be able to be the leader that he or she needs to be because they're worried about kicking your butt. Because yeah. I can tell you from personal experience, when you're competitive, that doesn't leave your system. And when you're out there and you're competing, it might make you a little better than you were when you started, but it's not going to make you the success story that that coach wants you to be.
0: Gotcha. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <clears throat> wing number eight. This is where it gets. In, this is where it gets real. Now, Y'all,
1: this one looks intense.
0: I think for the audience. He looks like he
1: died actually. Let's see if you will
0: agree with me, but I think for the audience's sake and so that we can get maximum benefit out of this, we should actually finish the entire wing moving forward. Are you do you think you could do that?
1: I don't like chicken that much, but I'll try. <laughs> this,
0: this one is chick called looks like hot water, the bomb evolution. This one is going to definitely give you a little taste, a little rub for your mind. And now, again, you tell me after biting this how it compares to the missions hot sauce that you get.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, here we here go. Here we go. Ooh. I think I bit right into the bone. That has a lot of vinegar. That is hot.
0: Whoo! <laughs> like four hit.
1: times. Yeah, it is. The thing hits.
0: about this is that it gets stronger with time. Yeah. So And I'm gonna... you made
1: me eat the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Because the next eat-
1: one, I'm not eating the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Whoa's up. Okay. Uh, you need to talk while I drink a little more milk.
0: So, going back to one of the biggest decisions you've made, mm-hmm. right, in selling your agency. If you could give me three tips of Are you out what- of breath? <laughs> it's just the, the spice. <laughs> I'm not out of breath. The spice is hitting hard enough that I'm trying to formulate my speech. Okay,
1: I'm telling y'all right now, the milk's not doing it. It's not taking (laughs) it away.
0: (laughs) It's starting to hit her hard now. See, I can Mm -hmm. see it. So, all right, back to the question. What are maybe three tips that you can give an agent who wants to consider selling their agency? Three three things they should consider.
1: First thing I would ask yourself, are you ready? Um, Because I think that's a lot to factor. Uh, It's not just Money is not always the trigger, um, especially when you're in a certain place in your life. Like there's a lot of people being offered a lot of money for their agencies that weren't as blessed as I was. I was debt free. My business was debt free. Uh, I personally was debt free. Um, And the money was not the reason I sold. And Everybody goes, well, did you sell or did you get acquired? For the record, it's the same thing. Um, I know different entities have different ways they do things. And I've ran the numbers on all of them. And I'm a pretty smart girl. But if I can't do the math, I'll hire somebody who can. I know lots of actuaries in this history of mine. And I talked to a lot of actuaries before I made my decision. Um, I prayed a lot about it. I talked to my spiritual counselor about it. Uh, I spoke to my uh, best friends about, you know, what they knew about me and what I loved about when I owned it myself. And I'd also wanted a legacy for my family. But I was really trying to figure out what was more important for my family. Was it benefits? or was it managing a business and dealing with all the headaches? Um, The number two thing I would do, and I know I put a lot in number one, but, uh, and I always say it's the pepper, but no, it's not though. Um, But number two, I would really, if you're married or with a significant other, I would really make sure that they understand what you go through on a daily basis. Because I know a lot of us hide the pressure that we're under each day. Because when we come home, we should want to be with our family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I would be honest about the pressure you're under. And then I would ask wherever you're going how that's going to be relieved. A lot of the call centers I work with have been doing private equity a lot longer than I ever have done it, knew about it. And there's pros and cons to it. Um, and fortunately, I never had to do that. We self-financed uh, from day one, minute one. We would use company advances. But we were on the hook for it, right? Um, but we never borrowed money other than whatever the insurance company gave us. Um, so I, I think just really make sure that your family, if you're married, gets it. Um, you don't need to talk to your eight year old about it, obviously, but right. that significant <laughs> other that's going to go through those peaks and valleys with you. But, but I started talking to a lot of people and that's the third thing I would advise you to do. Talk to people who are team members. And if they won't give you any advice, then I wouldn't do the deal with that company.
0: Cause they're going to become your new partners. They're going to be the people yeah. you work with. On the yeah.
1: Side. And fortunately for me, I had, man, I had a list of 40, 45 people that I could call.
0: All right, so we're closing in on finishing up here with the wings. That I'm kind of scared. Sauce number nine is going to be called Hellfire Hot Sauce Cranked.
1: So what's the pepper?
0: So this is extreme black garlic with Reaper sauce. So the Reaper pepper, right? I believe that's a that's a, one of the peppers' names. So,
1: yeah, that's a bad one.
0: Um, you, don't, you don't have to try to eat the entire wing here. I'm not going to. But I might because I'm crazy. Okay? So, don't wing number me nine. Don't like that. Wing number nine. Here Y'all we don't go. don't want to pick
1: me off the floor. <laughs> okay. My mouth is now good.
0: So, stand alive.
1: Best Bee Gees song ever, by the way. Stand mm. alive. Okay. That one's not near as hot as that other one
0: keep eating We got more
1: he's telling me when it gets back my throat (laughs) it's gonna be bad this is when you know you're with somebody you can trust with by the way (laughs) if somebody goes oh okay and let you eat the whole thing and then you're on the floor probably not your friend (laughs) just gonna say
0: I am your friend it's hitting my tongue right now like it took a while but it hits
1: those two should be reversed dude I'm telling you, that number nine, not near as hot as eight.
0: <clears throat> okay. <laughs>
1: and number eight about killed me. Like, I was thinking I was on the top of the mountain.
0: It about killed you. Like,
1: dry. <laughs> all right, so. Apollo's making me nervous.
0: Because with Apollo, we are going to do an extra dab of sauce on it. That is tradition. So, that all right, was but, but,
1: not said <laughs> at all. I already told you Apollo's never good. It's hitting
0: me. Did you not know watch outside.
1: Apollo Thirteen?
0: I did. Yes. We almost
1: lost Tom Hanks. They didn't Tom make Hanks. it to the moon. They to, they we almost to, lost Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, they had to use the, the gravitational pull from the moon to slingshot him back around. Eric, I'm worried
1: about you. We we might need to go get us a CPAP it's, machine.
0: It's hitting it, a. But you need the rest of yours, so you don't know.
1: Dude, I ate the Krispies.
0: See, I ate the whole thing of mine. So
1: the whole thing.
0: It could be. The chicken
1: pulls it, it down.
0: It could be that the other side was. Uh, less sauced than the side I ate.
1: I think next time we do tacos.
0: Yes, um, yes, for sure, street tacos. Okay, so here we are, we're going into number 10, the last dab.
1: So imagine Apollo 13.
0: So what we're gonna do here. And you
1: look behind and all you see is fire.
0: We're going, That's what's happening. We're going, This the wing is no already sauced, okay? It's already sauced, but we're adding more to it.
1: I wish I had some Tostitos.
0: I don't know if you're going to want to dip this in Tostitos, but we're definitely going in on it. But this I is, can
1: crunch those as I'm this doing is, it. This oh, is the real, out. oh. I should have got me a brush, so you know what I'm going to do because <laughs> I don't want to use my finger. Here's what we're going to do.
0: Brush it around. Yeah. All right.
1: You can see I've been around a campfire too. I don't mind using a napkin.
0: Here we go. Are you ready?
1: Ooh, I feel like we should have a theme
0: song. again. <laughs>
1: if you don't put whoop there it
0: is
1: (laughs) on the soundtrack holy moly i'm not Mm. dying like i was though on that bomb
0: all right so As we round off here with 10 wings and the progressive hotness, what would you say is going to be the top priority for the queen of the bundle in 2022?
1: Well, I think the first thing is one of the things I was most excited about with integrity is they think like I do with these ancillary products. I know everybody wants to write more. He's dying, y'all. Um, I know everybody wants to write more ancillary as carriers because honestly, they have to make a profit. Um, and the more products you write, it's the volume. Everybody bundles sales, y'all. So the world is full of bundling. I bundle, and I know a lot of you out there are shaking your heads, but I started bundling a long time ago for the right reason. My dad did not have cancer protection and he gets diagnosed with cancer and financial devastation killed my dad. Um, We as agents, we owe our clients the fiduciary duty of offering it. When you took your mother out of a Ritz-Carlton nursing home and you have to take them to the orphanage or the dog pound and you walk outside and you fall to your knees can't believe you you're not taking care of your mother that's why we do what we do
0: 100% well I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this with me I'm Mm -hmm. so excited that we got through the ten wings you didn't die
1: and I have got a little run here but I don't think you can
0: see it yet yeah but you're good you're good you survived uh, but I think the next time you're right, we're going to try it with some tacos. I've done it with tacos before and it is delicious. Well, Galen, thank you again for joining me today. And thank you you for all the great advice. I think the agents are going to get a lot from this. And uh, I always look forward to seeing you again. So until next time, guys, we'll see you on the next video. Hey, thanks for watching the podcast. If you like the content, please hit the like button subscribe to the youtube channel that way you can get notified when more new content comes out we'll see you on the next one